0: i Spaces Welcome to the ether. Today is Saturday, February 26, 2022. This episode of the ether is brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. This episode of The Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of their other educational resources, including including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, and YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have part two of the two-part Cosmos Spaces with Atlas Dow. Let's take a listen.
1: I'm excited about the NFT that was for the point two Neta at the Devotio Club. I think that was really cool and um awesome of the the artist Ren. Um that was really cool. Yeah, shout out Ren. He did his thing on those NFTs.
2: Um they're gonna be released soon. I've been talking with some other people that are more active on Discord. Um those are those are going to be ready soon. Um, we do have general plans on where we will be able to release them. Um, <clears throat> the Passage Marketplace, <clears throat> um, if anyone caught that. Um, so we're excited about all of that. Um, RAND worked really hard on those NFTs. The people that were helping RAND organize and orchestrate getting those um nfts created and allocated to the communities um did a phenomenal job um i see tricky's in the audience he was part of that crew shout out to him shout out to everyone else that was working on that
3: could uh could somebody quickly give me like a uh, like a little elevator pitch on netta uh or just like a general sense idea of it and like more basic terms uh, and like where the price kind of comes in. Like I was just very curious about that.
2: So, have you heard of Bitcoin? Yeah. Basically, it's that created on in in the Junoverse, um, a store of value asset, limited supply. Only difference between that and Bitcoin is how it was released, how it was made available, the distribution, etc. Um, but it is a store of value asset. Um, it was released.
3: How is it to- generated? Is it, not, is it mined like Bitcoin you're trying to say? Is that what makes it similar or just the fact that it's a store of value?
2: Just the fact that it's a store of value. Now, again, the difference between Neta and Bitcoin is how it was distributed. Bitcoin, you have to go mine it. It's scarce, but you, you can work to get it. Neta, it's all out there you know exactly how much is out there and it's already distributed amongst the community, amongst the marketplace. And so all that is out there right now is all that will ever exist. And in two days, if you didn't claim it, according to the particular details of the project, um, if you didn't claim it, didn't claim your allocation, if you were awarded it, then it's gonna get burned forever. And so thus further um, decreasing the supply.
3: I see. So it's like a true store of value, like already determined store of value, as opposed to you saying Bitcoin is like, uh, it's still being built or distributed store of value, I guess.
2: Right. Like Bitcoin will eventually get to the point that it is right now, where it's all out there for everyone. Not saying it's better than Bitcoin, not saying it's worse than Bitcoin, not saying one one is more important than the other, just the mechanisms are just slightly different at the moment because of distribution and how it was distributed. But, gotcha. funda- <laughs> but fundamentally, they're, they're both store of values. That's that's the relationship.
3: And then moving forward from there, is there like a set, I guess I could probably, I should definitely, I will, uh, go find this out for myself. Um, but is there like a roadmap ahead for like what the projects, I guess, or is it all just community-based and it's going to start being built as it goes?
2: So now, So now at this point, now that it's all out there, it's in the hands of the community. So you heard my mention of finishing the idea for the for the DAO. Um, that's basically what's the next step forward is creating a DAO around the store of value asset to basically bring value to it, bring value to the holders of it, and bring value to the community to get them interested um, on top, on top of its already inherent proposition of being a store of value asset. Sure, you know, it's easy to just throw throw out a store of value asset and say, well, we're scarce, so we're valuable. And naturally, in some shape, way, or fashion, whether we like it or not, people are going to gravitate towards it. Um, But I think what is special about the Neta DAO, or at least the people involved with Neta and the Neta DAO, is these folks are actually interested in appreciating the value of the store of value asset to also. Give back to the community, to give back to the cosmos, to give back to to the universe, um, and get people interested in making this the store of value at least one, at least an important one in the in the sea of store of values that are potentially out there. If that makes sense.
4: Yeah, definitely.
2: Thank you. Of course. Um, yeah. If you want to find out more information about what's going on with the Dow or what's going on around building value around Neta on top of it just being a store of value, I suggest you go to the Discord, check out the Dow channel, um, you'll see gray papers, you'll see ideations, you'll see community um discourse um and discussions around it, check the pin messages. And then I mean if you're free, hey everyone everyone there is uh, is as important as the other at this moment. So if you have ideas, if you want to those things through the community, it's all welcomed.
3: When, uh, how can I find, or the best way to find the Discord link? Is it... Uh, just let me know that.
2: That is a good question. I, w- I naturally want to say go to uh, the Net of Money... Page. Yeah, there we go. So if you go to the Net of Money Twitter, you'll see that the Discord is linked um, in the bio. Gotcha, thank you. Of course.
5: That burn fascinated, it fascinated me, bro. Oh, go ahead. I was just commenting on the net burn. Like, any guesses on how much is gonna get burned? Because currently it's like eleven thirty or something. It, that might be the number.
2: Um, I, I want. I, I feel like that might be the number at at its lowest. Maybe a thousand. like my my general thinking is, look, it's been twenty five or so days since the the supply was released for claiming so if you didn't get it in at least the first three then you probably don't know you got an allocation or you're just not paying attention you're not tapped in or whatever um so i'm guessing these folks these are these are the small minority of folks that just like didn't even know that they they may they
5: may have won a lottery in a sense i don't I, I do not regret them discovering that later and finding out that,
6: <laughs> I just i oh, that's,
5: I hurt for them like i I like that it was built into the contract that it can't be changed and it's gonna burn, you know, and there's no like not even a chance of any type of clawback or anything right. i I do like that, but I do also feel for those that are gonna realize it three days later Ugh. uh
2: it's gonna hurt like if 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 I start seeing people around Twitter saying. Wait a minute was i was was i was i uh was I eligible to get this and they found out that they were and they didn't claim it? oh, it's gonna hurt me <laughs> i'm I'm really gonna feel for them um i did I do like the fact that it is burned um, I probably would have preferred that any allocation get delegated or ported to a community fund um I think that's what pushed a little bit of the urgency um within the NetterDAO group. Speaking speaking of the experiences there, I had suggested that from like when the claim date was originally January first. So I'm talking back in December. I'm like, is there any way we can just change this contract to at least get this allocated to a community fund or something just to build the DAO around? And the response I got was the code is the code. And <laughs> I was I just I was like, I got it. <laughs> we got we got to figure this shit out now on our on our own. So, so yeah. I, I mean, I like it. I like that. It's it's just this is going to be. If I if I see anyone on Twitter just like realize that they had an allocation for this and they didn't claim it, I'm going to feel for them so hard. And I'm also going to just shake my head.
7: Well, what I was going to say earlier is that it's fascinating to me. It worth so much, you know. Right from the ripping right. start. How 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 is how does that even happen? Where like that is worth so much from the beginning i just don't understand i
4: don't really get it
2: again it's you know like the way the way i think about that is how often do we get airdropped or even get the chance to participate in another store of value asset i mean we're familiar with bitcoin yeah of course you know if we haven't heard of bitcoin then you know it's a miracle that we made it even this far but you know, every, most other projects, most other ecosystems, most other tokens, they're trying to do something different from Bitcoin. And here we have something that said, you know what? While we're building this whole ecosystem, you know, in the Juniverse, you know, of dApps, of DEXs, of many other other forms of applications and interoperable contracts, let's just create a store of value. Let's see what happens. And the fact that, we hear store of value and we hear a scarce art asset we're like holy shit <laughs> and because we're like holy shit there's a lot of other people that are thinking holy shit this is scarce you know there's something ingrained in us that really values scarcity scarcity at a premium and there's like little ways to get around that um i mean we're seeing marble come out soon you know another another project that is that let's just say it's it's very very comparable to Neta and how it decided to release and what it's trying to do and the ideas that were shared, but there are people even getting excited about that. And we already have one store value asset in 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 the Junoverse, and we're getting introduced to another one. So it's like it's hard for us to get around that. Now we could play that out. We can we can we can significantly play that out. I think Marble might have pushed, pushed pushed the boundary there. Thinking. Okay, well, we have a, We have a. We have one store of value asset here. Let's do another. But I'm not thinking about them. I'm thinking about the third or fourth person or, or third or fourth project that's going to try that, and might play out the. Let's say the value of having a scarce asset in the place in the space. Um, but for right now, we we significantly value scarcity, whether we openly recognize it or not. And if we have the ability to to grab a scarce asset, we're not going to complain. I think of shade. I think of the shade um, the shade airdrop, um, where people initially complained about how the allocation for that was so small. You know, you know, you have to you have to stake a lot, or you have to stake different assets or whatnot. But then when you see the allocation that you get from it, you're like, huh? Until. That is until you see that the, the supply is only like 10 million tokens. And when we're so accustomed to seeing tokens that have at least 100 million plus to a billion to 50 billion, we're like, okay, I'm not as mad. And so like it, it really changes when we, it, our perception of, of, of a token and of a, of a project changes when we see that the value metrics or at least the accessibility of it is scarce.
7: Right. Did, do you know by any chance um, how, how many shades are going to be out there for sure?
2: Um, I, If I remember correctly, I think at max, like the max supply, I think is 10 million.
5: Holy
4: mackerel. Right. Yeah, but,
5: but right now with the airdrop and only 20% of it claimable, there's only 150,000 even possible to be in circulation. Outside of the original liquidity that they added to the, like, the liquidity they added on the secret swap and Sienna swap, the airdrop is only 150,000 coins. And that's if everyone claimed.
2: Right. And I think right now, um, because I'm in their Discord and I only looked at it for like five minutes um, today, but I swear I saw claims of people buying one whole shade for $45, Whoa! Um, for for an asset that I think is going to really do something special in the secret ecosystem, that's a steal. Um, and I th- and I could believe that that's the price, just because there are so few people in the space that are, that are actually claiming it, and there's so little available. And it's and the project was delayed in you know releasing itself, so people are not as excited or paying attention as much to it so i think right now um as we're speaking there's a there's potentially a great opportunity to come up on an asset like that
7: i haven't and even so claimed mine, to my honest, bro yeah just the, network,
2: the network's clogged for a while but i think you have an opportunity to do that now it's not as bad as it was
4: days ago
3: i just wanted to say that uh yes uh i wanted to claim shade a uh, few days It was terrible. I uh, managed to uh, claim it today.
2: Congrats. (laughs) How much
7: was the uh, gas fees for that claim, if you don't mind me
4: asking? 0.27 secrets.
2: Damn, you got it (laughs) cheaper than me. I got it for half a secret.
4: (laughs) Yes, I think that was that. Time to
2: claim claim it then.
6: (laughs)
4: right <laughs> you do have a point though like
7: if you can get your hand on one for 40 dollars and it's such a slow supply asset no no not financial advice of course but i'd
4: even be interested in uh know, some more research on it
5: especially when you start looking at the value accrual mechanics that shade will have eventually if if everything that they're White paper says will comes to fruition. That's that. That's a. Um, it's a Luna on on steroids, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you said it. You said it, yobster. It's a uh, Luna on steroids, and you know, not even considering that secret, despite all of its issues of, of yesteryear, is developing and is putting itself in a position to be another dominant force in the IBC. So it's like a double win for, for cheap right now, at least again, not financial advice, but I'm just saying a smart person would at least check that out just to at least verify what I'm saying.
5: (laughs) And like the airdrop, uh, website has really cool user interface that, really, uh, aside from like the congestion of the network, um, of the rest of the user experience was awesome. Like the educational video that they make you watch to claim it, and all of the steps of, that they have integrated to it, and being able to claim only twenty percent. It's going to be similar to like the Osmosis or the Osmo airdrop, where you have missions to complete. Later on, once they go go, uh, mainnet, you'll have, you know, a couple missions and additional uh, experiences you'll have to go through to claim the rest of your airdrop. And I think that's, like, a really good way that, you know, other projects should look at as far as, like, when they're planning out their airdrop. Because, I mean, let's face it, we're going to get more airdrops. This is the cosmos. We are literally just getting started.
4: Exactly
2: um i definitely co-signed what i saw from the the shade interface just for the claim process i loved how simple that video was i think anyone that even if you even if you didn't claim shade if you can see that video it'll put it'll put its value proposition in layman's terms again if you're familiar with the ibc and you're familiar with terra luna then just imagine that on steroids but if you want to understand the mechanics of it, I'd say watching that video would be sufficient. And I think having such a simple and easy to use interface just shows how serious this project is, how serious that their development is, that they can actually invest the time and the space to make sure that people, when they go to claim the asset or when they want to find out more about it, they can actually understand what they're looking at and that's going to help when people actually use the protocol once it's fully released and fully out there
4: hey secret cosmonaut
8: yes hi um i have a question is silk av- going to be available only within the um secret ecosystem or will it be available um across multiple ecosystems, because if we're comparing this to Luna and UST, um, you know, UST is pretty much available everywhere. And so if this is going to be UST on steroids, then, you know, either secret has to expand and scale that much or silk needs to be available everywhere across bridges. Do you know the answer to that?
2: I would imagine that Shade will make its way around IBC, much like other valued assets and other ecosystems manage to find their way around to other native spaces. Um, To the point about UST making it all the way around, and that may be affecting the value proposition in some shape, we have passion of shade and its native um, stablecoin silk the one thing that shade and silk are providing is the steroids part of it is the privacy, the privacy feature amongst maybe several other things. I don't want to get technical. I haven't looked at the thingy in a in a while, but in layman's terms, having that privacy feature on those assets is paramount. Um, maybe as a market, we're not, we don't fully understand the power of secrecy or not secrecy, but privacy, but as secret as the secret network and as shade starts to develop their ecosystem much more for any layman person to enter their space you'll understand that privacy is something that is of a premium that we're not necessarily valuing as much as we probably should right now because there's just enough money being made for us to not care about people watching our wallets or people whale watching and following our moves, or if they find out that you did something or they wanted to find out more information about somebody, and let's say you bought an asset um, and they wanted all the information about that. Um, Let's say maybe, and with the wallet you used, you bought, um, let's say um, a DNS on on the the Juniverse. So happens you happen to buy your name, your full name. Well, A smart person is going to put two and two together, and that will link your personal identity, long story short, to that wallet. So now, anything you do from that day forward, you can be tracked. Whether it's nefarious, whether it's nonchalant, you are being watched. Now, when you're faced with that reality, some people would say, well, I have nothing to hide, so why do I care? But most most of the time, you don't want to be watched doing stuff. Kind of why we have uh, a door for the bathroom when we're going to take a shit. <laughs> Some things are just meant to be private between you and you, and you should at least have the option to do that and not have to shit in public all the time. We don't necessarily realize that that that's important right now. Again, because there's so much money being made and so much excitement is flowing through all these spaces that we don't care. If someone's taking a dump in public, <laughs> as funny as that sounds, but we don't care as much about what is happening around us because there's there's so much going on that we don't necessarily care until there's a reason for us to care. And when that day comes, that might be too late. Now, P- Secret Network is trying to get ahead of that. That's how I understand. That's how I understand it, and that's how I also understand the proposition of of shade and silk in regards to. Having let's say a native luna like asset in on the secret network I don't necessarily think that they will be competing in in such a direct way for market share or market space. I think there's a way for them to coexist um, and actually find ways to collaborate with one another um, the li- my 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 first thought is literally porting a curve like a curve-like, a curve-like uh, protocol in the IBC that that pools together the native stable coins
4: in the IBC that can make it
2: secure both parties' interests and help provide deep liquidity and help secure the liquidity and the pegs of all stable coins that are native to the cosmos, universe, etc IBC. Um, so I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. That's a long story short. I think that there's space for them. Um, in the case that they do interact again, it's, it's likely it's going to be very collaborative rather than competitive. They don't have to eat each other
5: alive. I can touch on some differences real quick. Just high level. Um, please do UST and silk. So UST is pegged to the dollar, the US dollar. Algorithmically, they try to maintain that that peg, right? Well, silk is not going to be pegged to the US dollar. Silk will be pegged to a basket of currencies. Why does that matter? What does this mean? Why do you care? Well, first that opens up a whole can of worms with regulatory issues because but in terms of it doesn't open up a can of worms with regulatory issues because you're not trying to compete with the dollar. You're not, in fact, representing the dollar. You're just representing a stable coin that is supposed to be stable. So the the, the peg will be um, slightly different than the U.S. dollar. So that's one distinction. So make sure you understand that. And then a second distinction would be it's a layer two. It's not a layer one. So there are some strategic advantages and disadvantages of that. So look at Terra. They have a massive ecosystem over there. They have protocols being built on them, and and, and it's just blossoming. It's great. But, um, you know, this is a little different. The layer two that Shade is building on the secret network already has that privacy layer built in intrinsically just for being on the secret network. They don't have to work work for that or earn that it's just intrinsic for being a layer two on the secret network and that's that's very powerful and that's like like he mentioned you know earlier like privacy is very important like for example if you went in like with, with a bunch of friends and went to a ball game and like someone went up at halftime and bought everyone hot dogs and you wanted to pay them back in ust great you pay them with your wall even like in the future when we were able to have our you know have these apps on our phones and just like quickly pay person to person our crypto. It, being on the blockchain means it, it, it's it's a blessing and a curse. Like it means everything is public, right? So that person that you just paid UST can you just paid him four dollars for your your share of your well actually if it's at a ball game it'd be like sixteen dollars, right? Am I right? But anyways, like if you paid him back for a, a hot dog at the ball game, he's gonna then all of a sudden have your address and can now go find every transaction you did. And like, maybe you just met him. Like, you don't, I mean, like, you're not like trying to hide anything, right? But necessarily don't want him to know that you have a thousand atoms staked and you're a -a net-a-whale and, you you know, whatever else he discovers by following the chain, which he can't, scan, et cetera. Uh, So, you know, everyday life, there's reasons to have that privacy that, that don't involve nefarious reasons. Like I literally would get so many I, I don't want I don't want to pay someone, you know, for my hot dog in UST and then like have him next time I see that friend have him begging for money or kind of like hinting that I should pay for everyone's hot dog since I have a thousand neta or whatever, you know, like that has nothing to do with the hot dog, bro. Like, you know, get in your lane. But but at the same time, like you know, these are everyday issues that you could encounter in like use cases to where you would see you would want to have some privacy. I can pay with Silk, and you know that would be totally different. Now, there is another big distinction between Luna and Shade, and that is that their protocol that they're building, um, based on their their white paper, you actually can burn Shade or Secret to get Silk. So, like right now, you can on on Luna. Obviously, you can only burn Luna. Luna. It's a relationship between Luna and UST directly only. No other coins involved. If you wanted to mint Silk, you can burn either Secret or Shade. So, I think that is a big. Imp- that's and why that is important is actually that's going to be a revenue mechanism for Shade holders. Um, so, I, we don't need to like deep dive into the tokenomics and like arbitrage and how that will work right now. But effectively, between secret and shade, minting silk is going to create a natural source of income for the shade stakers. So, uh, those are three points of distinction that I wanted to make um, while we were talking about shade. Hopefully, that made sense.
2: Alpha. That was smooth <laughs> and that was definitely needed yeah i w- I went very, very general, but I mean you got the you got the in-depth look at what we're facing here with uh, an asset that, as I last mentioned, is only forty five dollars. Again, verify that, go to Secret Swap or Siena Swap to see this um, and understand
5: the opportunity that lies in front of you alpha. <laughs> I don't know the exact US dollar value of shade, um, but I think, yeah, it was trading around 10 secret to one shade last time I checked. I I think some people were get, were able to snag some at 8, eight secret to shade, um, but I think for the most part it's been hanging around 10 and 11 and 12 last few days. I need that to
2: continue for like two more days. Because I'm unbonding some secret from osmosis. And that will be plenty to get me uh, a nice amount.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and you can farm it on secret swap. Paired with secret and shade. Like two coins that probably don't really care about the permanent loss on that, right? I mean, that's my strategy. Anytime I farm anything, I don't farm a coin that is a coin that I don't i'm i'm not I'm mad about holding like you always want to farm coins like bond coins when you're talking about yield farming or providing liquidity you want to buy bond coins that uh you don't care about the impermanent loss like the impermanent loss is a non factor for you but of course do you do your own research understand impermanent loss and everyone's situation is different but again from my perspective like impermanent loss is like a non issue because i i just don't don't hold and don't LP a coin to anything that I don't care if it happened. Like for example, Neta to Juno, like, Oh no, I have more Juno or the other way around. Oh no, I have more Neta. You know what I mean? Like I I get it that like people can run the numbers and calculate, well, Oh, well you would have had more money if you did. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm at passiveincome.com here. I'm trying to accumulate more with the coins I already have. And I don't really care if I have Net or Juna, honestly. Like they're both fire, in my opinion. So. And also,
2: at the worst case scenario, if you're LP bonding two different assets, most most pools are 50-50. Now, if your coin, is your let's say your beloved coin, let's say Netta, for example, your beloved Netta goes down by a little bit. Well, if you care about that more and you're done you're done LPing then unbond and sell the excess you know other asset let's say Juno to get that net of back problem solved not that big of a deal um especially if you're if you're LPing two strong assets that you can easily see lasting holding value etc not really a big deal especially if they're generating you revenue um so something to always think about but again, you guys just got drop some alpha.
5: Oh, that was the other thing that's happening Secret on cosmonauts. Monday. Uh, the raccoon drop, airdrop, is also happening. So we have so much stuff happening on Monday. Hey, uh, Secret Cosmonaut,
7: uh, you should definitely join in um, with the Haas sometimes and talk about shade because he loves to talk about shade.
8: Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I listen. You guys are you guys are singing to the choir. I I've had I've been in, um, secret for, gosh, probably from day one, a year and a half over. Um, I mean, I got in below one dollar. I you know, secret is in my name, and I have secret NFT as my PFP, and so I understand all that. But purely from a um economic perspective and investment perspective, right? We, you know, any coin is limited by the network that it's going to be existing in, and so um, now, like you, I believe that secret, you know, uh, privacy is important, and secret network is, is great, and it should expand. But but any stable coin that exists within uh, that network is going to be limited by that network. Now we all hope that that network grows, you know, by a lot, and and but the value accrual comes from how big that network will be um, if it's going to be within that network only. Um, Now, one more thing that I've learned over the years is that um, in crypto, there's never one solution, you know, there's never one solution. And there's going to be multiple, you know, multiple privacy solutions. And maybe they'll be connected to each other. Maybe, maybe those multiple privacy solutions will have, you know, shade flowing between them. Who knows? Um, you know, I'm hoping for all of that uh, and I agree with all of you, but in the end, I think it's important how big the privacy network gets. And I hope people get the importance of that so that, you know, one day most of us are living
2: within that privacy environment. I think that's very important that you bring that up. Um, you know, it's limited, like as great as it is, this limitations is the network it exists on. Um, I was talking in a private group about um some value proposition um related to secret network actually, and you know with it with its history understanding its general history like you know very very service level history, it's gone through a lot, and it's amazing to even see where it where it is today in the whole sea of let's say privacy tokens um I know back in like twenty 2016, 2017, I was big on Pivx. Um, just because at the time, you know, it was a masternode coin. That was the that was the rage of the time, proof of stake coins. People were so hype on proof of work, but I knew that this was the future and I felt like they were they were on the right path, but they never really took off. Um, and there were plenty of other privacy tokens like that that just never took off. Dash was in the lead at that time, and then it fell into obscurity. Monero was the king of them all and then it's now just kind of silently in the top hundred hanging around there and secret was something else before that i'm i'm blanking on the name but it had managed to reboot and even through all of the hurdles, it managed to stick around for as long as it did and stay relevant now when you're saying as big when you were pointing to the the growth of the network and the limitations of the network. Secret by no means is a perfect blockchain at the moment. It still has things that needs to solve. It still has things that it needs to work out. And from what I see from the governance, people are trying to dedicate funding to iron those things out. Um, so I think there's still an opportunity there. I think that some people might believe it's early for a secret network uh, version of Luna as a layer two um, when the network is still having congestion issues, you know, claiming shade, for example. However, on the flip side of it, I still th- I, I, I take the opposite view of, of that particular worry and say that it's a positive because it's, even with all the things it has to withstand, Right now, we're still capable of talking about it in a capacity where we're like, we have faith in it doing something. And the development is slowly but surely meeting up to the expectations. It's meeting up to where our faith is to be able to understand that the network size, the limitations of the network are much larger than what we might normally think. Um, I hope that that development circuit of secret happens sooner rather than later, because what makes it hard for people to see the value proposition of secret is the mere fact that it's not as easy to access or use as other blockchains and as other adaptations of blockchain.
4: That's great. Thank you.
2: Of course. Let me ask you, Secret, since you said you've been in Secret since, you know, sub $1 for, for, and pretty much an OG. With your experience in have holding it, investing in Secret and seeing the development of the ecosystem, how do you personally see the development at this current stage right now with Secret? Do you see it? Steadily progressing into what we believe can be the privacy leading, let's say, IBC network and cryptocurrency network that is a privacy first or privacy optional blockchain. Or is it still, you know, where it was when you were in since sub $1 or $1 sub?
8: Oh, clearly, you know, the answer to that is that this is (laughs) not the same network. Uh, We all know that it's uh, expanded quite a bit. It's nothing like what it was a year ago. There's no question about it. I um, I'm very happy with what I see, and uh, I'm happy with with the price of the token. I'm happy with the expansion of the network. I'm happy with multiple um, um, apps and, um, and and NFTs and everything developing on it. And and I don't think that re, you know the problems that we see the bottlenecks. I think they're learning experiences. Uh, I agree with you on, on that. Uh, however, um, you asked me another question. You said, do you think it's going to be the leading private? As much as I believe in secret, I don't know who is going to be the leading. You know, I just, I'll give you an example. I, um, a couple of years ago, I started investing in this uh, project that was supposed to bring um, fixed fixed uh, income instruments, uh, where you you had, you know, just kind of like bonds, uh, set uh, uh, interest rates within crypto. And, um, you know, they were the leading, they were the leading project. And Coin Bureau actually um, uh, had several episodes about them. And um, guess what, uh, the team just left. And after two years, there are multiple other uh, fixed income projects that are way ahead of them. I don't know what happened. So, you know, uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen to secret. I'm just saying, you know, this is not a religion. We just have to kind of keep open minds about everything um, and really monitor how they respond to every bottleneck and how they, you know, I like the way they respond. Um, now, also, I don't know who who else is going to come up. And and maybe we'll have multiple secret you know multiple uh, privacy projects that will be connected and uh, that's another thing in crypto i don't think crypto will have one answer to anything i think crypto uh, in general will have many answers uh, to to every pro- every problem so uh, i don't know what will happen in the future but i'm happy with secret that's for sure
2: i love that answer i mean it's it's really true you have your feet on the ground you know it's it's what we have right now. It has an opportunity to do what it's set, it set out to do. But the nature and the reality of the space is we think something has a lead or we think something is going to do it and then something else pops up and then all of a sudden it becomes a thing or at least one of the top and takes away the, the momentum of the other. It's just the nature of the beast. We'll see what happens. I respect that. I love the answer.
1: Yeah, there's a lot happening in the next couple of days. I know um, there's like a lot of new projects coming out with DAOs and stuff, and that's just going to get crazier and crazier. And it seems to have a good effect on Juno's price. So uh, I don't think I don't, I don't think most people that hold Juno right now are going to sell anytime soon. So I think it's going to just keep going. So we'll see.
7: Now, imagine when Evmos comes out, how many new tokens you're going to?
1: It's going to be so many. I think. Uh, I think um, Crypto Muse said it best. Like I'm wanting to like consolidate this kind of like. It's just so much to take, like keep track of at this point. Uh, but it is still fun to go to all these different websites and like claim your rewards and move them around and stuff. But yeah, it's getting pretty crazy. I have like so many tabs open right now. Oh man, I'm with you, bro.
7: I just got done um, claiming my graph token, restaking that. I did the shade just now. That went pretty smooth. I spent like, I'd say about total maybe point five secret. Uh, what else? Yeah, there's just oh my gosh, too many things to take care of.
1: Yeah, Evmos is gonna definitely add to that list with Diffusion Finance and then Evmos itself, and yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty crazy. I'm gonna look forward to when... um. Uh, umiris has the uh uh where you can see everything all all there and then like use interchange accounts to like manage it all that'll be sick
7: mm-hmm.
1: hey are you oh we have
4: somebody requesting to speak it didn't let me approve them that was weird weird you can speak now you welcome q what's up guys i just i'll hey, Oh, living the dream just got off
9: of work yeah, I've been in the space for a second, but you know, just living life on the ground and seeing how it expands on the horizon. Um I I have a I have a I have a a question. Where do you guys see this expanding once cuz like from my perspective, from most people's perspective I think, we're all just trying to like acquire the grab, right? We're all trying to find the next piece like where's that next asset? How can I claim it? Where's the airdrop? Where's the next NFT? How is that going to benefit me? You know, how long do you think like true integration or true adoption is going to take when I would say, I don't know, this is just like an imaginary number, but you know, the majority of us are looking for, the next big project we are sharing it on a social platform like twitter obviously which is just like you know bringing as many people in as possible are you guys worried about like congestion is there like a point of failure where it's just like there's so much access to too much like we're all looking for something that is like taking us
2: away from the bigger picture i'm just i definitely i definitely believe that there's a point of diminishing returns um for anything um you know the the old adage you know any too much of anything is not a good thing um i'm even thinking about that generally now with how many airdrops we are facing minded very very special airdrops in in and for a lot of different reasons but you know after after experiencing my first one, that first hit with osmosis, you know, and seeing the the various airdrops that have followed since all the way till now, there's a point where you just start, like you were mentioning, you just start to feel a little bit exhausted. Like, yeah, it's still exciting to, you know, get a new airdrop. But, you know, it's, it's not the same excitement as getting an osmosis for the first time. Um, and You know, the more of these that end up happening, I think it's now just been set as a standard just because Osmosis did so well for being, let's say, one of the the first, if not the one of the first. um, That everyone's just trying to follow that model because they think it's the best way to, let's say, bootstrap their their project and give it a leg to succeed, Um, given how, let's say, relatively easy. I'm I'm a poor judge of that, but versus other blockchains, uh, you can launch an asset in the IBC and have a and have a community ready to pick it up. Um, it's kind of just like a circular effect where people will happily try to claim an airdrop, or they will offer an airdrop because they know they know the community will go for it. I don't know where it ends. I don't know at what point people say. Let's let's slow down. Let's slow down these airdrops, or let's find a way to consolidate all these efforts because people have to go chasing for this stuff around, and it makes it tough to for people to actually get excited about what they're facing when they're too busy looking for the, to understand where all the other things they have to keep track of are. So I think there's I think is, there's a, a point of diminishing returns with that. At some point, projects are going to realize it might potentially be smarter to just talk about your project for a while and leave off the airdrop talks um probably not even offer it because at some point it's going to detract from the point of your project unless you really have that strong of a faith and belief in your project then do it um if the number if it strategically makes sense but start really critically thinking about that a lot more from the project than
7: yeah q we were just talking about that like for me it's almost concerning how much work i have to put into, like make sure i'm keeping um everything on track with claiming and restaking and making sure i didn't mention this airdrop and that airdrop it's getting yeah a lot of work
6: dude
9: like fractionalize our experience in order to like further understand like the, the the total abundance of this ecosystem on on any level, and I think uh, obviously, you know, like <clears throat> Cosmos Spaces is doing that, every aspect of like social integration, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram is doing that. But, you know, at, at what point do you, at what at what point is burnout? You know, where is burnout? Where is where's is too much? Where is, you know, it's like we've opened up this black hole of experience and and you know, adaptation and here's all these new abundances and let's all grab for them as quickly as we can. And then once we, the few of us have everything that there is to offer. And then like, you know, the other going grandiose here, but like, let's say the other 70% just like come in later and, you know, pick up the scraps. And then it's the same problem that we, we found ourselves in before, unless there's a difference in opinion, right? Unless there's like a difference in consciousness where you know abundance is limit set. And it's like this is much as this is how much I need to survive and experience life and be happy and provide for those I love while also like giving back to the community that gave me that. And you know it's 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 an interesting topic and um and it's one that's probably up for debate for many decades to come you know or centuries to come but just just very interesting where where we find ourselves as the, the individual and the community and you know the the construct of the community that developed the community and and so on and so forth and and how we progress into that this new age of technology and you know we when was the last time we put a person on the moon and you know that's that's a tech that that is around in abundance yet we choose to go other places that are much farther before truly understanding what's like at our fingertips just like everything else we've ever dived into it's just interesting like how far do we have to go before we're like what's most important right like we're always looking for a solution Without really
2: identifying the true problem, mm, my brother went deep here. You he you went real philosophical. I know, man. Always, do. I love it's it. just
9: the way my mind works. I apologize. I know it's like the worst time, but this is the only time I have to
2: really express. Like, no, that was good. No, what I what I I like. I'm sure you're probably familiar with the story of Atlantis. You know, how the Atlanteans had, had the greatest technology on the earth, but then pillaged themselves into, into to, to a myth. Right. And what I and, and what I always take away from that and what I always mention with people casually is, you know, we can have all the technology we want in the world. We can have all the advancements, like you were mentioning. We can go to the moon. We can go farther than that. But at some point... our development has to be on the individual and on the human level and not at the the technological level. And when when the technological development passes our own individual, personal, spiritual, mental, psychological development, that's when we, you know, self-destruct. And so I like to point to Atlantis as like that reminder to always stay grounded and understand you know, what actually matters, and then operate from that. Now, you're asked, and, and this was a great question, you know, how much is too much? How many airdrops are too much? How, how much do we pay attention before it becomes too much? I think, one, this gives us an opportunity as a collective cosmos, as the whole cosmos, to find ways to consolidate our efforts. Now, the team here with Clay, Little Gaines, Eric, and the, and the Cosmos Spaces crew have started something really important and special for us to consolidate some of those efforts. Um, before, before these spaces were started, you really had to just stare at the screen all day and scroll through your Twitter and be connected with the right people, and then go scroll through a Telegram channel that's very, very, very loud versus now we have an organized place to at least begin starting to organize this kind of stuff so that the community can come together and find ways to, to strategically take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to us and find ways to give back while these opportunities present themselves to us. So I think the existential question has given us ways to address that as a community, which, I think is important, you know? Million and five airdrops come to us. How the hell do we keep track of it all? How do we make sense of it all? How can we communicate that information with each other and how can we find a way to organize that so we don't feel overwhelmed? I think we have the capabilities of coming to spaces like this to help us disseminate that and then find a way to get that organized. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. Love just question. a question. Yeah, just, you know, just food
9: for thought out there when we're looking at the grand scheme of things. You know, we're all sitting here focused on a computer, hopefully having a loved one pacing around us laughing or doing whatever. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it seems very, man, it's, it's, it's beyond explanation on so, many, on so many levels this early on. It's just, it's too new, you know, we're all just experiencing it and having fun at this point as individuals while trying to feed the community. Um, it'll just, it, it, I'm, I'm really curious on how like true implementation of these protocols are going to be um, established on the ground. Um, yeah. And how long that's going to take. And it'll be, it, it, it's, Yeah, you know, like everything that's going on globally right now with like Ukraine and, you know, all that can be seen right before our eyes, you know, surface level um, amongst the majority or the minority, I guess. Um, It's nothing new, you know, like what's happening globally is nothing new yet. Yeah. Anyway, rambling. Apologies,
2: no we appreciate you speaking up. I mean that was important to to bring up I mean yeah it's i mean it's shocking what's going on, but it's nothing new. It's ages of history of humaning repeating itself over and over again mm-hmm. um at some point we gotta at some point we have to decide we want something different. And we have mechanized mechanisms like this technology that are capable of bringing us together for us to have an opportunity to change things. <laughs>
7: mm-hmm. And Q, yeah, don't get, feel bad that you want to just come up here and just, you know, vent, dude. That's why we have these spaces core.
4: I don't feel bad personally. I feel, I feel, I feel.
9: That's it. Um, going back to like, let's, um, like Atlantis for instance you know like it, and that's like going into the grander scheme of things like why have we never been approached by a extra extraterrestrial being and like you know like civilization collapsed and all of that like maybe no civilization that has ever sprung up consciousness has ever been able to leave their exoplanet or been able to leave their solar system or you know for various reasons probably difference of opinion or and it's just interesting, like thinking about that, like how, what do we have to understand in order to not, um, you know, Atlantis was obviously like an ecological kind of event, but, you know, we're, we're faced with both ecological and, you know, human um, focused travesties right now. Yeah, it's just, it's it's all so interesting. There are so many layers and so many complexities and yeah it's just super cool to to watch and visualize and and uh you know the human mind is so um, obviously we we're, we're expanding on this tech people are expanding on this tech it's just so it's we're just such an incredible race and it's so interesting to see us develop on so many levels yeah. and, and and reinitiate um you know, bad decisions and new decisions. It's
2: just super cool. 100%. And I mean, when it comes to coming together and finding spaces to be able to just be able to talk and just come together and just, you know, lounge around, you really don't necessarily find that in, specifically in the crypto space, in other spaces outside of the cosmos. People here are... Chill, people here want to vibe. Obviously, we have profit, you know, ambitions in here. I mean, we're in crypto in general, but you know, it's it's a unique space for us to just actually feel like we can come together and just enjoy each other's company. Where, as in other ecosystems that I personally been in, I'm only speaking personally, but it's a lot of dog eat dog world. (laughs) Might be deceptively, might be covertly, but you know, if you're actually just trying to have a fun conversation with someone, it's not likely going to happen. The conversation is much more like, "I need the alpha, and I need it now." Here, yeah. we can just talk. It just so happens there's a lot of alpha to talk about.
9: <laughs> it's amazing, yeah, incredible. And so many minds to kind of develop that alpha. What that means, yeah, right. I, can I agree with you more, man?
2: We are yeah. in a we are in a collaborative ecosystem by its nature. That is that is a feature of it. It's collaborative. And shout out to the visionary uh, Jaquan and 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 his partner Eric for figuring that out. You know, coming up with the vision for this. And I I was hearing about an internet of blockchains way back in twenty seventeen, hearing of projects like Alastos and whatnot that are trying to build the blockchain internet. And I'm like, well, this is awesome. But you know, I, I thought that that was gonna be it then and I didn't even really know Cosmos like that. But if I had heard the, the founders speak on it, just the founders, I would've, I would've went into the ICO, ICO however I could've because I know that these people were building something that was fundamentally operating in the ways that let's say the universe works. Um, And it's amazing to see that their life child, their brain child, their soul child came to life in this way with a completed roadmap, with a complete evolution of its space, with so many other personalities and figures literally feeling and breathing the success. And in all the way to the point where we're having this conversation here, again, in a very collaborative spirit because they started something and finished it and then expanded on it. And I think it's important that they, we participate in spaces where people are create something for other people to also participate in and take complete ownership of how it grows on its own.
4: Has anybody... Go ahead, Q. Try, try getting closer to the mic, Q. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, I've had it phone son Um, has anybody here seen uh Ethan Buckman's master's thesis, his graduate thesis on uh tendermint? Never watched it, but I mean, feel free to educate us on what you gathered from it. I imagine it was phenomenal. <laughs>
9: I mean, yeah, it, 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 I think that was my first intro, introduction to the cosmos, which wasn't that, that long ago, really. Um, i mean, the grand scheme of things. No, it's, it's nothing. I'm, I'm the newest person on the block, but, um, his, his thesis was just like the way he talks about monetary systems and governance systems and social development. And it's so incredibly passionate and like. Intellectually driven, but yet with like a sense of, of, of compassion and understanding of it's super interesting. And then his, his attire is hilarious, super small group. It's just really interesting to watch. I, I would recommend anybody here listening to this to go and watch that um, immediately. You share the link up here. You can share it if you want to. Yeah. Let me, I've never shared a link before. So give me a second. Um,
4: yeah. top right hand corner, three dots, press that. see um, that spaces switch to listening, adjust settings, share feedback, off.
7: If you can if you want to just grab that link for that uh YouTube video and then
4: tweet it and then oh. share That's that that works. Got it. Cool. I'll do that. Wait a minute.
7: You guys think it's about time to wrap up the room and here in a, like maybe 20 more minutes?
4: I just want to, I, I want to get that link before we close it. Yeah, like 20 more minutes. Probably, probably get a few, you know, few more questions answered or someone feels like speaking on something. For sure. If anybody wants to request to speak, you're more than welcome to. Sometimes we go deep in these conversations,
7: you know, and we forget about those uh, newbies out there that just want to learn how to use the Kepler wallet or get onboarded on Osmosis or, you know.
4: So you're more than welcome to come up here and, and ask questions. Please
2: ask anything. Kepler wallet, osmosis strategies, airdrops, suggestions, whatever. No financial advice, but <laughs> damn near close.
9: <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna lie. I actually think this was the first video that I ever shared on uh,
9: Twitter when I opened up my account for Alpha. Um, but sharing it now, tweet was sent. No attachments. Just
2: what's up, gang? What you all up to?
9: What's up, bro? Welcome.
2: Chilling. What's it
8: up? Video. Second thought. Hold on. I'll be right back. Let me go put my Bluetooth headphones on
1: oh man desperado where you been at man I'm at Bog and Discord that guy that just joined and uh he's new to Cosmos so um yeah like I don't know where he's been like like what uh what cryptos he's bought like before but um yeah man Cosmos you're definitely in the right place if you're looking into Cosmos like Cosmos is uh like basically in our opinion the best the best blockchains are built on cosmos starting with atom and then then you go into osmosis and then you go into juno and they all do different things like in cosmos each blockchain is application specific like juno for instance is for smart contracts exclusively which then like branch off into different types of services But then, like osmosis is the dex that we use in uh, Cosmos as like one of the main ones. There are other ones, but uh, osmosis has the most volume and liquidity, and just basically the best uh, experience overall. And then, um, like Atom itself is going to be used for like security for like interchain security, Um, and that's where they uh, like basically. (laughs) that's basically where um you know they are going to secure uh chains that come over to cosmos i think a good example of that is zcash like zcash is going to be going from proof of work to proof of stake and i'm pretty sure they chose cosmos to do that on so perhaps they'll use uh the interchain security once that's uh, available but um yeah, so he mentioned that all his alts are underwater, so that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, like the market is completely tanked right now, and the only thing doing well is like Cosmos coins, Juno, Osmo, and and Atom, and like I, I imagine that's got a lot of people wondering like what the hell is, is going on over there, so um, just welcome to Cosmos, dude. I think uh, I told him to stake 25 Atom, 25 Juno, and 50 Osmo to get started. And then kind of venture over to Osmosis and and start your LP journey there. But yeah, man, if you have any questions, feel free to come up. Or if anybody else uh, is new to Cosmos, feel free to come up and we could talk about it.
7: Um, it sounds like we might be having some issues with our Discord. If you're trying to verify or trying to enter, um, if you are having issues with Discord, um, send us a screenshot of what your screen looks like.
1: Yeah, definitely dollar cost average into any position. Not financial advice, but that's what I do. You just buy every time you get paid and it grows with you as you like grow your knowledge of the space your you know the overall amount grows with you um and then basically in cosmos, we all use the the magic of compounded interest, so as long as you're like and you know claiming our rewards in cosmos doesn't cost very much like it does in other blockchains, so you can you can basically uh compound like daily if you uh if you want. So um that's pretty cool. I think uh gains
7: when you're telling me about the Discord thing you probably we should probably mention that they need to react uh to the verify um on that channel they need to actually react so like hit the emoji to be able to join and that's the issue is that I think people are not sure how to how to react to it. So they just need to actually put the emoji on there to become verified and join the Discord. Thanks, sir. Yeah, so it's just not agreeing to it, but you have, you have to react to it. So I think that's the confusion. We have to do two steps. We have a roommate Doc, joining us right now, Patrick.
3: Hey, uh, I had a quick question, I guess regarding the fluid super, super fluid staking idea. Uh, that's going to be going. Um, is there any potential for like a security risk, or not security risk, but just like because it seems like you're going to be uh, adding liquidity, which then you're going to take that and almost wrap it into the staking system. So like if what if it, something happens on the liquidity side, would that affect the staking side then, or anything like that?
1: I'm not sure if there's any like security risks, but I'm I'm I guess I'm asking like. There's going to be like, so when you bond your LP token, you wait, you know, like 14 days at the max. And when you're staking, you're going to be waiting another 14 days on top of that. Is that right? Like if you really, if you wanted to unbond it and get it back liquid, you would have to unstake it, wait 14 days and then unstake it again and wait another 14 days. Is that right? I don't know. I was just wondering that.
3: I see. That makes more sense then. I guess
1: if if that's the way it works, I don't really see any security risks with that, but I don't know. I'm just asking.
3: And like you're going to be getting double rewards te- technically like so you're going to be using one asset but getting rewards from multiple areas. So like could that potentially hurt rewards in general then?
1: Yeah, I that's what that that's definitely what I've been thinking since the beginning like how everybody says, oh, we're going to get double rewards, but it's like, well, the rewards are going to go down, so I feel like it's just going to compensate for that. But, like I said, you have to lock those up. So who, like, who's going to be willing to do that? I mean, honestly, I think a lot of osmosis people, because a lot of them have, like, liquidity in there that they don't ever care about because they've already made their money back, so it's just like sitting there making income and it's always going to sit there, so why not stake it? But uh You know, I don't know how many people are like that. But my guess is like the large majority. So that's why I think that the percentage staking wise is going to go down dramatically. And then basically having and honestly, to begin with, it's only going to be pool number one on the osmosis side. So we're not talking about something like super crazy at the beginning, but it definitely could. become an issue, like like what you're saying could become an issue, I believe. Does that answer your question?
3: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I That was uh, more information than I knew from the start, so now I understand a little bit more.
1: I, yeah. I got confirmation that, yeah, it's going to be locked up, like those 14 and 14 days is how it would work. You would have to first unstake it and wait the unbonding period and then un- unbond the GAM token and then switch it back. Yeah, so
3: so it's actually more secure almost cuz it's going through two layers of almost uh unbonding security.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty genius uh design whenever I don't know if you've ever seen the the um presentation that uh Sunny did in the uh Cosmoverse last summer I think it was or whenever it was. But yeah, that that uh presentation where he's dressed up like Wazmo, that was a pretty good one. Um, like, uh, explaining what it is and how it works. If you've never seen it, you should just look that up and skip to the sunny part. Cause it's a good, like 15, 20 minute explanation of how he thinks of, uh, you know, bonding LP tokens or like staking the assets inside of LP token already.
3: I can so, find yeah. that on his Twitter. You would say. Uh,
1: I think if you go to Cryptocitos YouTube, it'd probably be the easiest to find there, and like search for CosmoVerse, and um, yeah, just look for the. I think they have timestamps on there, to where you can look for uh the superfluid staking uh presentation. It's it's really good.
7: Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're ready to wrap up the room, play.
4: Hey, yeah, just uh, to thank
9: you again for sharing that post on Ethan Ethan Buckman's master's thesis up top. Anybody who's interested in that, please watch it. It's about an hour long, I think. Thank oh yeah. You, um, Thanks super for, uh, insightful. Tweeting. Groundbreaking.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys. Well guys, it's been a pretty good room. We had a lot of Dow talk, a lot of uh, you know, talk about what's coming up and even some talk about life. Uh, I'll just take this time to remind everybody to to take care of their mental health. Uh, you know, I, I always say, like, just there's so much news in crypto. Like, you learn about something new every single day, and sometimes it can get very overwhelming. So make sure to just take care of yourself, eat right, exercise, brush your teeth, like do everything that makes you happy. And, uh, you know, just live live life for yourself, you know? if you're not happy in your job, then, you know, try to, try to like make some money in crypto enough to where you can start looking at what jobs do make you happy. And that way your work is not really a job. It's just more like doing what you love. And, uh, you kind of do it on the side as a side gig. And then your main gig is like crypto. So once you get there, life becomes more like a, you know, kind of like, I don't know, you have to manage your health though. Like exercise at least 30 minutes a day and get some cardio stretch like all the time. Basically health is just like getting blood where it needs to flow. So as long as you stretch and take time to do that, um, it actually does a lot (laughs) for you. Um, sitting is the new smoking, like just kind of get those things in your head. And and that way you kind of just retrain your brain to be like, Oh man, like, if I invest this $10,000 and it turns into a million dollars, like am I even healthy enough to enjoy that amount of money? Like those real questions that you have to ask yourself and kind of be real with yourself. Like if you had a million dollars right now and you quit your job, how long would you live? You know what I mean? And that's kind of like, you know, it it can be a scary thing for some people. I know it was for me. And so uh, taking the steps to exercise and, get my body back to a healthy place was, um, it wasn't an easy thing. And I had to reach out to to people for help. So I just like to remind people of that you're not alone and, um, you know, uh, take care of yourself. Uh, and I really appreciate everybody that's been here tonight. We've uh, had a lot of good speakers and, uh, there's been a lot of good information shared. So I just wanted to thank everybody for that. And, uh, with we'll a head and close up the room, and uh, I hope everybody has a good night. Good night, everyone.
2: Thanks, Clay. Good night, everyone. Appreciate you, Clay. Finally made it to the Discord, by the way. <laughs> make sure you all make it to the Discord.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part two of a two part Cosmos Spaces with Atlas Dow, recorded on Saturday, February 26, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating foods. Breaking rules, breaking bad like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, off and hit the shrooms. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls. It reports it The latest proof Ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pack a heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two I'm <laughs> sorry. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me. When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Gotta mix and mash, flip the lash. Legend rhythm scratch over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies. Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise. Chastised into digging holes in the back nine. The